morning, everyone. This is Linda Santavica on Pressing Beyond. When we have reached the pinnacle of our careers and are at peak performance, we experience that professional adrenaline, accomplished and at the top of our game. But what happens when the rug is pulled out from under us and we are no longer in our optimal space? Even worse, we didn't see the blow coming. Publisher Tom Dean experienced just that, but rather than cave in, he reclaimed his profession through a seed of an idea, and today as founder and chief creative officer of A Drop of Ink, Tom is back at the top of his game. With 30 years experience in book, gift book, and Bible publishing, Tom has worked with a number of New York Times best-selling authors and multiple music, entertainment, and sports celebrities. His agency, A Drop of Ink, will guide any author, new or experienced, through the publishing process. He and his wife, Leslie, live in Grand Rapids, have three children, and are waiting for their fourth grandchild. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Linda. Thank you. It's so great to be with you. I'm really excited you're here. Given I just gave your brief bio, you've had a tremendous run in some of the major publishing houses. But before we get to what is current, let's claw back to when you knew you wanted to be in the publishing industry. Because I know from our discussion before, you're now in Grand Rapids. That's where you started. Correct. Yes. I had the privilege of growing up in this small country Baptist church. And it just so happened that there was a, a woman, a single woman who had never married for, at that time who worked for Zondervan as an executive assistant for one of the senior managers. So she took it upon herself to push reading and books on all of the kids at the church, including myself. And actually we had a small classroom that she turned into a library and she had the library card system and she had all kinds of books fiction nonfiction, and it was came for me just a sanctuary I loved mm. I, I learned to grow to love books and reading because of Beth Brown that was her name and um, as you know so as a result I just that kind of planted a seed in in me really at an early age like Sondervan that would be like such a cool place to work someday. Given that you knew from early on that books was in your future, from that point, how did things evolve? I think that because that love of reading was instilled in me at such a young age, and, and not only was it Beth Brown, I mean, my mom, and my, my mom in particular, you know, she encouraged us to read. I mean, it was a part of who we were as a family. And so high school and college, college, I pursued a communications degree and an associate's degree in public relations and advertising at the time. I actually applied for a job at Zondervan right out of college, but it wasn't a fit and I had no experience. And so for several years, I worked in publishing on the sales side. And I think for anybody that wants to work in marketing, having a sales background is going to help you so much. And oh, so I'm really absolutely. grateful for that, the chance that I had to work in sales. So that's kind of where my career started was on the sales side of publishing. I was a field rep for a major publisher for a while and then worked in the greeting card and gift industry for a while, actually in marketing. And that's really what kind of set me up to be a candidate 
for the position at Zondervan. But prior to that, I mean, you worked at Dayspring. Yes. Dayspring Cards is based out of Northwest Arkansas. They're owned by Hallmark, but they were, and they still are the leading Christian greeting card social expression company. Mm -hmm. That was a great experience. I worked for several years for Honor Books, which is a, a gift book company or imprint of a publisher out of Tulsa at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the combination of those two jobs really set me up well for joining Zondervan's yeah. gift group in 2001 as the associate. So when you got into Zondervan, initially your role was in product development for correct. gift book and the gift division. Yes, that's correct. So that was about four years, mm-hmm. and it happened to be at the same time that uh, Zondervan published Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, which wow. has gone on to be you know, a 50 million unit mega global seller. Unheard of, right? The kind of success that book had. Oh, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable right. where it right. went. And it's still you know, one of the top kind mm-hmm. of classic Christian books being purchased you know, even today by consumers, people are still discovering it for the first time. It gave me an opportunity to work with my team to develop ancillary products that made sense to go with Purpose Driven Life. There was a mm-hmm. journal, and there was a gift book. Those are probably the top two items, but there were several others as well. And so it was a really good time to be stepping into that role as wow. associate publisher over product development for the gift group of Zondervan. After the Purpose Driven Life, were there more opportunities in the same division? Oh, certainly, because yes. Dondervan, you know, was publishing a lot of the big names mm-hmm. in Christian publishing. And so we would work with some of those same authors to create a gift book edition of their major trade book. And so that gave me exposure again to and connections with, you know, all of the key authors that Zondervan was working with. You know, over that course of four years, I've connected with Rick Warren and the Philip Yancey's of the world and the least Robles and, you know, all of those big legacy Uh, authors. Because you worked with Kathy Lee Gifford. Yes. Yep. I developed a gift gift book with her and, you know, some of the the big fiction, suspense fiction authors of the day was Terry Blackstock. So I worked with her primarily focused on nonfiction. This is what I really appreciate. You supported a lot of athletes, the runner, Sonia Richards, Ross. Correct. Ryan Hall, America's fastest marathon. That's amazing. You know, I encouraged my team to go explore books that would become passion projects for them. Mm-hmm. I happen to be a runner and I'm an avid runner and I love the sport of running. And so I went and chased, literally and figuratively, the books with Sonia Richards Ross and with Ryan Hall. They were passion projects for me. One of the amazing projects you did was that audio Bible. So after about four years on the, the gift group of Zondervan, I did move to Bible marketing. Mm -hmm. And one of the key projects I worked on was the Bible experience, which was a historic audio Bible project using all African-American talent out of Hollywood. So Mm -hmm. the complete Old and New Testament, and we used the TNIV, which was a new translation. So it was a way to introduce the translation and introduce it using, you know, top tier talent out of Hollywood, and they were all African-American. So it was really amazing project. I was, for about 12 months, I was in and out of Hollywood working on that project, probably mm. six or seven times in studio. Yeah, that, you know, Tom, that's almost like shooting a feature film. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, you yes. know, you're going to Hollywood, you're working with all this talent yep. out of Hollywood. and Right. You know, we had executive producers, a whole team of executive producers that we were working with. And I was on the marketing side and I had a team that was working with me too. But, mm -hmm. you know, so it was important to be in front of them, to be talking about the plans to release and then post-release. It was a project that won several audio book prestigious awards, wow. you know, national awards. It was just really one of the highlights of my career, for sure. I can imagine. No kidding. So you were with Zondervan for almost 20 years. Right. And from that point, I mean, you always in this position in marketing. Yes, correct. So on the Bible side for about four years and then to the book side for almost 12 years. Well, that's a wonderful run. All right. And then, of course, all good things come to an end. Well, we can't say all good things, but <laughs> in this particular situation, you did not see this happening and it was a real shock to your system. And I will let you tell our listeners that last year during COVID, and let's, I mean, even last year during COVID, there was a lot of things that happened that nobody saw coming. Businesses were bellying up and people were downsizing. This happened in June of 2020. Was it a day after Father's Day or something? It was. It was, Linda. It was, uh, I had actually been in Arizona the prior week on vacation, seeing my daughter and her husband and my grandkids. Came back on Saturday, had Father's Day with my family in Michigan on Sunday, and there was a Zoom call scheduled like midday on Monday. That seemed a little odd because it was with several people that I didn't interact with a whole bunch, but that call was the call that to inform me that my position was being eliminated and mm. after 19 years and I just remember it so clearly Linda you know I'm taking a few notes down but I felt like I was I it was almost like an out-of-body experience I can't explain yeah. it you're just like is this happening right now like I'm so surprised I'm so shocked and in my case the the job was basically done then I mean email shut down at the end of the call and you're left getting calls and texts and direct messages through social media from people as the word spread pretty quickly, certainly amongst the team members at Sondervan, but then even outside of that within the industry, it's a tight knit industry publishing, is, sure. especially Christian publishing. So yeah, it was a, you know, looking back on it now, almost a year later, it's still, there is that sense of sadness and yeah, grief, the right? Yeah, sure. I mean, oh yeah, it takes a long time. No, because this has happened to me. And you know, the thing about when you're working someplace for close to 20 years, it's your family. You go there every day and these are the people that you are surrounded by and you have relationships. And right. when they are literally severed, there's not even a phase out period. You're just like, boom, you're not coming in anymore. Right. And it's, you know, of course, like you already mentioned, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. And mm -hmm. so we had already been, you know, working remotely for, I mean, since middle of March, you know, so it had been about three months. And we had had a few connect face to face connections, social distancing, like outside in a parking lot I had with my team. We had lost a lot of that camaraderie that we had with the day to day. I mean, our team was all together in one area of that second floor of the building. And so devastating to myself, to my family. And so much of your life is invested in, in your work. So when this is pulled out from under you, you know, there's like the four steps to grieving, first denial, mm -hmm. then anger, and then acceptance and all that. So first you're numb, you're in shock, and everyone knows you're in shock because everybody else is in shock. Right. 
right. your feelings. I mean, you, you can't help thinking like, God, what's going on over here? There were multiple 3 a.m., you know, God freak out moments yeah. <laughs> yeah. in those first few weeks, I will tell you. I say that, but I also want to say, Linda, that we also felt the incredible support and, you know, emotionally, especially, but just in other ways as well from people that I worked with, from authors, from agents, from people in the industry, from mm -hmm. our friends, you know, our church friends, our family. Mm -hmm. And so all of those things help. Yes. Like, yes. I don't, I can't imagine walking through something like that. And, and you know, to something, you are a man of faith. You're very steeped in your yes. faith. God was not surprised by this. He allowed this to happen. Yes. And I love that. And I use that exact phrase with so many people, like God's not surprised by this. He's not. So, no, he knew, he knew it was coming. <laughs> it was part of his plan for yeah. you. You even mentioned, or I think you, we emailed and you said one of the things that was so comforting to you was Psalm 121. Yes. As you know, I look to the hills, where does my help come from? But like you said, you still think about it, think because you had so much invested and you've done so much there. I mean, your success rate is unbelievable, but you pressed beyond yes. devastation Yes. and you did not sit around. And so you started a yes. drop of ink. Yes. yes. So tell us about this wonderful agency of sure. yours. Sure. Yeah. So I knew I had to, well, I quickly realized that there were not any executive level positions open in faith-based publishing because I was, I was reaching out to all of my contacts in the industry. Mm. And the forecast was no, especially again, last year. And so I had to pivot, you know, I had to think about what do I love and what do I know and where do I have a skill, you know, skill set or a talent base. And it's publishing, ink is in my blood. And that phrase, a drop of ink may make a million think is a Lord Byron quote. He was an English poet from the 1800s. And somebody shared that quote with me early in my career, 30 years ago, and it just stuck with me. And so, I mean, I did a lot of running over that, you know, few weeks between June and July and August and processing. I mean, it was a great time for me to process and think and God, what's next, you know, pray, listen, and mm -hmm. That phrase, a drop of ink, just seemed to make sense for this next chapter that I'm in, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is consulting and uh, acting as a literary agent. So mm -hmm. with the help of a lot of people, again, I, you know, I went and explored and I started an LLC. A drop of ink was available as a URL. You know, all of these things started to come together. Mm -hmm. And August 1st last year is when I officially launched and have been pretty busy almost nonstop since then. That's wonderful. And you know something, Tom, what I, what I love is that early on, somebody, no pun intended, dropped this line on you, <laughs> a drop of ink, and God obviously had plans for it. Yeah, right. So I think that's extraordinary. So now you have this agency, LLC. I mean, there's so many people out there who want to want to write this book. They have great ideas. And then you have these experienced writers. They're on their fifth book and they so they come to a drop of ink. You have so many different services. I do. Yeah. And where I'm finding myself really, there's probably three or four areas where I'm really staying busy and staying focused. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. working with existing authors that already have a book contract, but mm -hmm. want somebody to just hold their hand and help them navigate the marketing portion of launching the book. And certainly the publisher is going to have 
you know, marketing and PR people assigned to them. But, you know, I can come alongside as a publishing insider and say, okay, have you asked for this? Are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, here's what you should expect from your publisher. So I've got multiple authors that I'm, I'm helping that way. You have a keen sense. I mean, your eyes, when you look at something, you've done this for so long. Yep. Your radar is up. You can sense a red flag in a heartbeat. Yes, correct. I can go to an author's website and within about five minutes, tell them, here's the things you need to fix. Here's what Uh needs to be added. Here's what you're doing that you probably don't need to do. Mm -hmm. Again, like you just said, it's from all of those years of that's, you're just trained to do that. And what's the other quad? You you mentioned you had four. Yeah. Yeah. So I am acting as a literary agent. I'm sniffing out talent myself. Mm -hmm. People are coming to me through my network, you know, through friends. Mm -hmm. They'll they'll say, I'm looking for a literary agent. They're coming to me and I'm assessing, you know, the project. Is it something that is a good fit for me? I've got a pretty narrow lane I'm staying in as far as what I'm agenting. It's nonfiction, adult, and it's in the faith space, Christian living Mm -hmm. or spiritual growth Mm -hmm. or self-help or memoir bio. Those Mm -hmm. are kind of the areas I really want to focus on. Wonderful. Oh my yes. goodness. And everybody yes. who's listening out there, Tom Dean is your man. Drop of <laughs> I mean, from what you're telling me, you're getting inundated with proposals and people requesting to have you come work alongside them. I think that's amazing. It is. And I will say that the beautiful thing about running your own business is you get to choose who you work with, right? Yes. I mean, you know that. Like, yes. And any job and any industry, there's always 10 to 15% of people that are just crazy. And, but you, you still have to work with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that anymore. That's right. You get to pick and choose and yes. you get to call the shots. Right. That's the best right. thing about having your own business. The other thing I wanted to say is I thought I knew everything there was to know in Christian publishing. I was at Zondervan, right? They're kind of like, they're at the top of their game. Yeah. They set the bar really high, you know, editorially and from a marketing perspective and the types of authors. But I have met so many people, Linda, that I would never have met. People like yourself is just one example. I would uh-huh. never have met. Our paths would never have crossed. What happened to Zondervan happened. So I count that as a true blessing. I really do. Absolutely. And you know something too, Tom, I'm a firm believer. It's when we get very comfortable. Yes. Sometimes we just like things so much. We don't want change. I don't believe that's God's biggest plan for us. So, okay, let's talk about your website because it's wonderful. It's clean. It's www.adropofink.pub. Correct. Not dot com, right? Pub, yes. <laughs> pub, short for publishing. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you got some really wonderful things in the pipeline. I'm excited for you. I think the listeners I have are a lot of wannabe authors, people who are authors, and I'm going to default them all to a drop of ink. I love it, and I'm happy to have you know one of the things that you'll see on my website is a, a chance for you to as a listener, potential author, is to fill out just a a short form that comes to me and then I'll respond or have my team respond back and we'll schedule out a half hour consultation call. And that's just a chance for us to get to know each other, to ask some questions. Yes. You know, and I think one of the things that is really interesting is how the, and you know yourself, you've been doing this forever, how the industry just keeps changing. Yes. There's a lot of questions. And I think for anyone out there who wants to do this correctly, 
I would highly suggest getting in touch with Tom Dean at a drop of ink. Well, listen, Tom, it hurts to know what you went through, but you're gaining traction. So this is all good stuff. All in a drop of ink. That's right. All right, Tom, we'll be talking. Thank you so much.